Recorded live. Wednesday, August 2nd, 2017, and welcome to episode number 371 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WWUS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. It is the one and the only WWUS Revolution. I'm, of course, once again, Mr. WWUS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we, of course, get ready to do our favorite topic here, talk about our favorite topic that we do each and every night here in the radio network, that is, of course, professional wrestling. Of course, tonight we will definitely start off with our wrestling news review segment, bringing you all the wrestling news of the day. And, of course, here to bring it here is, of course, our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, represented here today by the Iceman, J.D. Jaredine Geralmo. J.D., of course, is a 2015 and 17 Hall of Famer, as well as, of course, part of the team that brings you WWUS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Also joining us in the chat box here tonight to bring us our wrestling history and birthdays for today is, of course, the human suitcase machine, John Gross. John, of course, is the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer and also, of course, part of the team that brings you Raw Radio. Also joining us here tonight here, ladies and gentlemen, is, of course, our, uh, our good friend who's been with us here for about like a week here now on the radio network. Of course, we welcome back Anil Patel here to, uh, to the chat box here as well. And uh, let me see here. Uh, hmm, okay. <clears throat> and uh, uh, we, uh, of course, let's go ahead and, and bring everyone in here to the mix before we run down everything out here this evening. As I welcome JD, John, and Anil to episode 371 of the Mothership Broadcast, a dynamite explosive revolution this evening. Indeed. Yes, indeed. And, of course, in addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, our, our uh, live video feed tonight, courtesy of the Radio Network Group Tour, which uh, makes another stop here tonight at one of our partner, we'll just say our partner groups, uh, not, not, of course, not a, not a WCW-US group directly, but they have partnered with us on a lot of different occasions. We've done a couple of live video feeds for our shows in this group here. Of course, <clears throat> that is, of course, Captain Dave's Wrestling Reporting, 
And for I will also go ahead and thank Captain Dave Spieler for allowing us to use the group tonight to, of course, film our episode 371 of Revolution here tonight. Uh, um, <clears throat> much, uh, much love and respect there to Captain Dave there tonight. Uh, of course, I said you can also catch a lot of his. Check out his page as well. His page has got a lot of awesome things on it. Definitely check that out here as well. He has two of them, actually, Captain Dave's Wrestling Reporting and Captain Dave's Wrestling Network. So uh, definitely check both those out and all that. And uh, like I said, he's a good friend of WCWUS, and we're glad to, glad to like to be, be partners with him here uh, tonight as we do our live video feed for Revolution Episode 371. And, of course, also, ladies and gentlemen, if you uh, Care to join us through our, a different method other than, of course, um, the uh, live video feed, of course, is our normal method through TalkShoe.com. Of course, that phone number, as always, is 1-724-444-7444. Call ID 138055. The matches six numbers, as we always call it. Press that one if you want to chime in on anything that we have to talk about here this evening, which, of course, will include in addition to the rest of the news and views and history and birthdays. We, of course, will be talking about last night's edition of SmackDown Live, about what we thought of each of each match and each encounter. And, of course, right after that, of course, we'll, we'll just, uh, just choose the fact with possibly some wrestling trivia, some wrestling discussion. Uh, you, you name it, we'll, def, we'll definitely be talking about it here, but, all, of course, it does involve wrestling indeed. Let's go ahead and get things started here with our wrestling news and views here, saving for tonight. And to get us going here is, of course, one half of our Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice. It is the Iceman, J.D., Jared D., Geralimo. Uh J.D., let's see what's going on in the rest of the news scene this evening. Apparently, Paul Heyman has a big announcement tonight from what we've heard. At 10.45 p.m. tonight, according to WPIX Television and Channel 11 in New York, Paul Heyman is set to make an earth-shattering SummerSlam announcement and has been conversing with Scott Stanford about this for much of the, I believe, I don't know if much of the day or within the last little while, or within the last short little bit. But we will definitely be watching this very carefully, Howard, and updating you, however, possibly before the end of the night on what that announcement could pertain to. We will definitely be watching it carefully. Meanwhile, however, Bailey apparently has an injured arm. After what happened Monday night in Pittsburgh, however, involving her arm in a matchup against Nia Jax, however, Bailey could be maybe held out of SummerSlam, however, now because of the injury. She is supposed to get it looked over in the next few days, and at this point, however, her status with SummerSlam is pretty much up in the air at this point. Also, last night, speaking of SmackDown last night, which we'll talk about in our report, however, we want to congratulate Shinsuke Nakamura last night, however, who gave John Cena kudos, however, following the matchup, however, that was a very good main event, however, on SmackDown Live last night in Cleveland, Ohio. And also, we do understand that there was a new NXT guy that made his debut tonight. Who that is and how he did, we'll tell you about in just a second, but that's all we got as of right now. Thank you very much there, uh, J.D. Of course, J.D., along with King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team. They bring you all the news that print. And, of course, if it doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, in, of course, GTS's case, you cannot beat that old-fashioned tradition of super glue and duct tape. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and get on with the wrestling history and birthdays here for today, courtesy of our own human suplex machine, John Gross, for today, August the 2nd. 55 years ago today, which would put it at, uh, let me see, uh, 1962 in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. 
Bruno San Martino defeated Buddy Rogers to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. San Martino, however, refused the title due to Rogers suffering a groin injury during the match. 25 years ago today, which would put it at uh, 1992, yes, in Baltimore, Maryland, there were two different moments in WCW. First, Steve was scheduled to take on Vader for the WCW world title. But Jake Roberts made his WCW debut just four months after leaving the WWF as he became the second street victim to The Undertaker at WrestleMania 8. First of all, remember that. As Steve was clearing the ring of Rick Rude and Captain Jack, Jake Roberts came through the crowd attacking Sting and DDT'd him on the steel chair. Roberts then tried to put his snake on Sting, but the Steiner brothers, Ron Simmons, and Barry Windham all came down to chase Roberts out of the ring. So a raffle was determined, and Ron Simmons would turn out to be the challenger to face Vader. He would go on to beat Vader for the belt. With that win, he became the first African-American to hold a major world title in wrestling, though some disputed that the first to do so was the late Bobo Brazil in the early 1960s. Brazil refused the title when Buddy Rogers claimed a groin injury. A medical exam revealed that Rogers was not injured, leading the title change to stand. Simmons' tenure as WCW champion did not last long either. In one of Bill Watts' final acts as WCW boss, he put the world title belt back on Vader in late December. As for Roberts, the run in WCW lasted barely more than a cup of coffee, leaving the company straight after three months. Nineteen years ago today, we put it at, uh, let me say here, 1998, yes, ECW presented Heat Wave 98 from the Hera Arena in Dayton, Ohio. It was the most watched ECW pay-per-view in the company's brief history. Twelve years ago today, which we put it at 2005, at a Velocity taping in Bridgeport, Connecticut, Nuzio defeated Paul London to win the Cruiserweight title. This is the first and only title change in the four-year history of the show Velocity. I did not know that. Huh. And which that was, of course, obviously the the smaller show to SmackDown like Heat was to Raw. Yeah, because they used to do it on different time slots, and they would always have also uh, Confidential on, sometimes like at 10 o'clock, sometimes they would aired it like early in the evening at 7, or sometimes they played at 11 o'clock, like late nights. Again, it depends on what city or town you were in, however, mind you, however. Sure, certainly. Nine years ago today, we put it at 2008, Ric Flair was released from WWE just four months after his retirement match at WrestleMania 24 against Shawn Michaels, citing he wanted to work outside the company when doing appearances. Flair, who had requested his release, began his second and longest run with the company in late 2001, as the storyline co-owner of the WWE after an eight-year absence of, with, of the WWE in 1993 and going back, of course, to WCW. He returned to the ring in 2002 in the 2003 Royal Rumble by wrestling against McMahon in a street fight in where Flair beat him. He was also one of the Undertaker's street victims as well. He then joined the Raw brand as the co-owner, but, but as a wrestler, he became a part of the of, of course, the group, of course, being compared with the Four Horsemen, which is, of course, Evolution, with uh, Batista, Triple H, and Randy Orton. Flair competed the WWE Triple Crown during his second run with an Intercontinental title reign by defeating Carlito at Unforgiven 2005. That was a great match. A well-needed Intercontinental Championship win by the Nature Boy and three World Tag Team titles. Flair was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame the night before his retirement match. Uh... 
and I think we had, I think, uh, um, Iceman, I think someone on the chat box kind of caught what you were trying to do again. Hmm. Uh, I, don't know who that would, I don't know who that would be. I'm innocent, I tell you. Innocent, I say. Yeah, like you've been doing the last three or four nights. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, okay, we're having fun anyway. Don't worry about it. Flair uh, uh, joined TNA in 2010, but would have his last, profe- his last professional match um. just before Battle for Glory in September 2011. In May 2012, he tried to get fired from TNA, leading to the company filing a tampering lawsuit. With that, he was fired from the promotion. Flair returned to the WWE in December 2012 at the Slammys. He managed his daughter Charlotte in September 2015 after Charlotte's Divas title win. Charlotte dumped her father as her manager in May of 2016 and hired Dana Brooke as her manager. Flair has been on the ambassador role ever since. Yes. One year ago today, we put it at 2016 on August the 2nd of last year, after Randy Orton invaded Raw, Brock Lesnar would turn the tables on Orton by invading SmackDown. After Orton had a match with Fandango, Brock would come out and hit Orton with the F5. I remember that, too. That was a back-and-forth thing, too. Yes. And and one birthday, one birthday here today, a happy 53rd birthday for El Hijo de Santo. So that's all the histories and birthdays we've got here for today. John, thank you very much, dear sir for providing us with your uh, with your histories and birthdays here for tonight. And, J.D., thank you very much for providing the rest of the news of you here for this evening as well. 1724-444-7444, call ID 138055-POUND. This is episode 371, ladies and gentlemen, of the Mothership Broadcast of the, of the radio network, WWS Revolution. Oh, and I can it's, tell you who the person was tonight. It was Kyle O'Reilly made his debut tonight, taking on Alistair Black, believe it or not, Ooh. the NXT show. Kyle O'Reilly, formerly Ring of Honor. Uh, in fact, however, it was a very good main event. However, he competed against Alistair Black, which went 23 minutes long, however, mind you. But uh, Kyle fought a very good debut here tonight and against Alistair Black, so we got to congratulate him on a job well done tonight. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Sir J.D., for bringing, for bringing that to our attention. Thank you very much. Also, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. Of course, I am Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw here. Of course, so this is Wednesday, August second, two thousand and seventeen. Of course, I have also with me the Iceman JD Jared Duralamo, the Human Suplex Machine John Gross, and Anil Patel here with us here at this time. Let's go ahead, ladies and gentlemen. We we'll go to our next, of course, our next big time feed here which, is, of course, is our big-time discussion on SmackDown Live. And a lot of our, our, our guys here, definitely uh, J.D. and John, <laughs> will definitely have a lot to say about uh, what took place uh, what, what took place here. Uh, let's see, which one of you two gentlemen would like to start it off? I'm going to let John go first tonight. Well, John, okay. Okay, so John, he's already got some stuff up on it. Anyway, let's go ahead and read what he has to say. SmackDown was great on all counts. Good way to kick off SmackDown with the U.S. Championship between Styles and Owens. Uh, He rated, uh, uh, let's see, but anyway, like I was saying, he was uh, AJ and Owens, good way to kick off the match with the likes of the United States title. Him and the Neil were talking during while he was trying to put all this in. It might get get kind of mixed in a little bit. I'll go back and read it. Neil's got something to say about it, too. I'll say it here in a minute. 
Uh, Owens, John will say he has that great feud with Sami Zayn, but I think this feud with Styles is also another one. Also, the Chad Gable versus Rusev was a match was a great match. There were a lot of suplexes in the match. Reminded me of Suplex City, him of Suplex City in a way. Hmm. Owens tried to get the win over Styles, but decided battle round Styles played a trick on Owens, rolled him up while he was trying to hit the pop up power bomb. But AJ was able to think fast and retain the U.S. belt. And Owens got upset, confronts the referees, and also Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. Then Shane gives Owens his title rematch at SummerSlam against AJ Styles. Owens wanted a referee to do his job. Bryan then told Shane to be the referee. So Styles versus Owens was like another show stealer at SummerSlam. Then the Usos made fun of the New Day mocking them. Of course, that was, of course, according to John, that was not good. Aiden English gets another win. What the heck? Why are they letting Aiden English win more and more matches? It just, John said, it just baffles him. And he beats Sami Zayn. Yep, two minutes. My goodness. Jimmy says, Jinder Mahal now comes out and says he doesn't care who wins. and doesn't matter who wins, but he will still leave SummerSlam with the WWE title. And while John continues to put that up there, I'll go ahead and read what, uh, uh, what, uh, um, what Neil has. He's got like a, that little something to say right here about it. He says he rated SmackDown a 7 out of 10. He liked the Shinsuke Nakamura versus John Cena match. There was a lot of back and forth involved, but it was a great match. Let's see if John says anything else here. Uh, Rusev squashes Chad Gable. Since Chad Gable's partner, Jason Jordan, has joined Raw to be with his father, Kurt Angle, Chad Gable's been totally squashed. This is John's words right here. And Rusev declares that he has no challenge, and Randy Orton shows up out of nowhere and gets Rusev a match at SummerSlam. And a preview of Rusev's future just before SummerSlam. Three letters, well, not really three letters, of course, is an RKO out of nowhere. Let's see if John has anything else to say here. All right, John says it was a great main event between Nakamura and Cena. John said he didn't watch it, but uh, he had to say that all the fans enjoyed this match. <coughs> John says it's probably one of the greatest matches in SmackDown history. Hmm. It was a good match. I mean, I will admit, it was a good match. Let's see if John has anything else to say. Surprisingly, Nakamura defeats Cena, probably a biggest upset in the in the kid's career, like in Brooklyn when he beat Samoa Joe for the NXT title. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Good points, good points. And SummerSlam is in Brooklyn, Lightning can strike twice with Nakamura, defeating Junior Mahal, 
for the WWE title. Okay, I could. We had some discussions about that tonight on debate, actually, John. Funny you mentioned that hour. If you would have been on earlier when Michelle's on, she weighs in on that. I'm going to talk about it when I do over my uh, thoughts, Howard, and I'm sure Nell will say the same thing I do, but good thoughts all around. Yep. Cena and Nakamura didn't shake hands. Cena left the ring, and Nakamura continued to celebrate. The job says was kind of the passing of the torch with Cena giving the torch to Nakamura. That's a good wording of that. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, front of the WWE title match at SummerSlam is going to be of international flavor. Yep. That's that. Pan versus the, India or Canada. Who's from Canada? Jinder. I thought he was. I thought he was Indian by heritage. He's Indian by heritage, but he actually lives in Canada. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So John says he believes that SmackDown delivered pretty well. What a well-deserved two great matches, like he worded. John says it's talking just like uh, Chef Emeril Lagasse. He said SmackDown stepped it up a notch. Bam! Bam! <laughs> <laughs> Bam! Bam! Well, I, might, I might start saying that. Well, I love the Ron Simmons thing, but. I may start saying that too. Uh, Between him and uh, Farouk, Howard, you can uh, take your pick, Howard, which is the better one. Yeah, of course, you get in your face. Okay, there you go. <laughs> John said he was glad he just had a lot of more win against Jim. They just had a lot more win, but where does Cena go from here? I think he's taking some time off. I think he's getting some time off with the whole movie thing we talked about earlier. I think they're getting him some much-needed vacation time again. I mean, he did take some time off, obviously, before to do the movie. But, I mean, I don't know how much longer he's going to keep wrestling. That's the thing. It's up to him. It's nothing. He's got a lot on his plate between movies that are coming up, uh, getting married to Nikki, doing the Total Bella show, the Total Diva show. I mean, there's a lot of things on his plate right now. He's doing the thing like The Rock is. Probably. Yeah, basically, yeah. And that is it, Johnson, that is it for his SmackDown review. So WWE writers from one mountain did the right thing to have Nakamura go over Cena. And John also heard that he might jump to the Raw brand as well, too. Who's that? John, are you talking about Nakamura? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Huh. I think we might have some. Might have, I, oh, he's John's talking about Cena. That's what he's talking about. Right. But anyway, anyway, we've got somebody on the call here, and we might know who this is. Uh, coming in Florida, Tampa Metro. Hello, Chad. Hello, JD. This is uh, Neil from Florida. Hey, Neil. Oh, Neil. Okay, yes, sir. Yeah. Of course, we've been talking to him on the chat box here for the past week. Uh, this is Neil Patel, of course, as we say, he is from Florida. Neil, uh, finally, uh, good opportunity, great opportunity here to talk to you tonight here, sir. Uh, once again, I will, we will, once again, you know, I know we've already introduced ourselves. I'll go ahead and, and do it again since we're now on a voice-to-voice basis. Uh, of course, I am Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw, of course, man who started this whole thing. <laughs> Not close, but I just start. But 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 JD can two tell you. I get yes, two years with a network. Yes, the WWS has been going a lot longer than that through the groups of Facebook. 
I'm, I currently live in Trinity, North Carolina. Uh, of course, you know J, uh, Jared DiGiromo here. He is from, hails from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, of course, on the chat box, you met uh, John Gross. He hails from Front Royal, Virginia. So okay. we, we are spread all around here. We're not in just one center thing. We, we're, we're, spread, we're spread all around here. But uh, like I said, uh, yes, I started doing these shows two years ago, and, of course, we have so many under our belts. That's what we're, and of course we all talk about it. As as I say, each and every night at the beginning of the shows, it's it's always talking about one single solitary thing, and that is wrestling, 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 wrestling. And yes, did I say wrestling? Yes, I said. (laughs) And we've also had some uh, specialty shows, however, in a way, uh, special tribute shows. Case in point, I mean, uh, Roddy Piper uh, when he passed away two years ago. I mean, we did a whole two and a half hour show. In the memories of Roddy Piper, Dusty Rhodes, and all the legends that have passed before. Certainly. Yes. And, of course, also listen to Wrestling Profile Episode 18, which I did a special edition of this past Monday night as another tribute to the late Roddy, Roddy Piper. Uh, because, like you said, we don't let, when we lose legends like that, we don't let, we don't let their... We don't discard them. We don't discard them, yes. We don't let their spirit... Died. We don't let the memories die. So what we what we do is, like I said, we talk about it, and you know, you know, we have we have highlights. I mean, I mean, as I often said, episode twenty nine of Revolution, July thirty first, two thousand fifteen. JD remembers it all too well. That was one of the first uh, shows I came uh, in on. Yep. Yes, but of course, Neil, I mentioned this episode. I don't mean to get off the SmackDown subject for just a minute. I'm sure JD's gonna have a lot to say here in a minute. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. <laughs> Rant time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, he always do, man. So that, Hey, as I always do. Anyway, anyway, episode 29 of Revolution was the night that we paid tribute to Piper, of course, when we first heard about it. But this one, Emil, this one holds a special place for everybody who's been associated with the network, has been associated with WWS for a long time. It's because this is like the first time that pretty much at the time everyone that was associated with the you know, came in and and uh, became a part of the net became a part of this network was all together on one show was on this one show every single person I oh, mean, wow. myself uh, JD of course uh, of course you heard you were just talking about Gerard uh, mm-hmm. who was of course our second in charge by the way he's he, he when I'm not around. He oversees things. JD can tell you that right off the bat. Yes. Uh, plus, we had like four or five other folks. That was that was also like a big part of that as well. And that right there, that episode to me, in my personal opinion, yes, that was two years ago. But you know what? That's why I say go back and listen to a lot of these old ones. So you may be, but you might find out some very interesting things that you know that you probably have never ever heard about whatsoever. Case in point, I'll use one for example. Last night, however, when we did our trivia thing, and I'm sure you heard about it, but if you didn't, John told us a historical fact about The Undertaker that we never knew, that in real life, The Undertaker, and you're going to laugh at this, and L, he is afraid of cucumbers. He came in a trivia question, I asked. <laughs> and this is no, no joke, yeah. It's weird, I know, but it's true. I mean, John found that information out for us last night. Yeah, yeah. we, <laughs> we asked him a trivia question. We did a ride on The Undertaker and Neil last night. And I asked that, and, and believe it or not, that was the answer. And John gave us more insight that is what he got freaked out of it when Owen Hart actually uh, put him in his boots before the match. 
I don't know. But when he saw him, he said, uh, he backed off. I mean, I, I, I mean, someone that big. Six foot eleven, three hundred twenty pounds. I wouldn't want to screw them in a dark alley. Ooh, because you know they're technically they're, you know, you can make pickles out of them, of course. Yeah. I never ever heard anyone being ever being afraid of a cucumber. Oh wow. So, so yeah, that's what I mean. Even things like that, you find out here on these shows. Trust me, I have even I talk about it all the time, and I learn myself. And I, I'm the one that says half of it. I mean, JD does a lot of it. Gerard does a lot of it. I mean, we all have said one thing or another that we have learned off these shows here. Right. So and that's what we're all about here. I mean, that's why we have the groups we have. Like I said, we have do do the shows here and all. Because, you see, the shows were not enough to talk about what was going on in the world of wrestling. We needed to expand a little bit further. So what we did, or what, what I decided to do, is I found this website where, of course, you you uh, obviously have called through tonight. And you obviously know what it is. You know that allowed us to use that allow us to have this forum. Mm-hmm. And like I said, ever since May 6, 2015, this has been going on. Oh wow! This has been going. Yes, I'm telling you. In May, we celebrated two years of, of doing this. And this and mail this first episode of the very first show was the show you're on right now. Revolution, Revolution was the birth of the network. Oh, Revolution okay. was the birth of the network, yes. And, it, and like I said, 371 episodes later, it's still going strong. Mm. Yeah. And and the first, I'm sorry, J.D. The first episode, the first episode of Neil was me talking about what WCWS was all about and also talking about because while I was doing this, I happened to be watching a DVD of WrestleMania 14. And I talked about it. That was primarily what that show was all about. And ever since that time, we started bringing in more folks. Gerard came in. Then the show came in after that. JML was another fine gentleman here who uh, who has been a part of this for a while. You know, he came on here in the beginning as well. I mean, we all got together here. We even had a young lady who is who is training to be, and J.D. can vouch for this, an independent wrestler. Yeah. No joke. No kidding. No kidding. And she's been on here many times. They were talking about stuff going on. Uh, I mean, like I said, we've, and, and, and even, you know, and, and J.D., I don't want to steal your thunder. No, go ahead. But we have been fortunate, very fortunate, to have, and J.D., forgive me, and I'm sure. sure I, I don't lose count, four wrestling legends. Yes. Actual wrestling legends, and I'll say, and, but is that is that a correct number, JD? Four? four, four, four or five. Yeah, we have four, four. or five. Yes. Okay. Yes, we have had a wrestler that wrestled in WWF for a short time by the name of Michael Sam Houston, who is related to Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, we've had him on several different times, and we were very, of course, all very honored to have him. And I know he's trying to he's trying to come back. I haven't talked to him in a, a week or two, but I know the last time I spoke with him, he does want to come back. I'm gonna try to get him on, hopefully, sometime before the end of the summer. Excellent. Very good. Very good, J.D. Thank you very much. Also, we had a, a, a wrestler, uh, sadly, we lost him not too long afterwards, I think, J.D., if I'm correct in assuming that, Manny Villalobos. One world-class championship wrestling out of Texas, WCCW. I mean, this guy was actually a good friend of mine, Emil, a very good friend of mine, and he got to know uh, the gang here, however, and uh, one night we uh, put, uh, after we talked about a certain show or two, 
I mean, he talked Texas wrestling with us for a good, at least an hour, 45 minutes, two hours, and we went past the midnight hour that night, and we were just so amazed by it. And then when we heard the passing of him, how it, it hit us hard, especially me, because I was such a very good friend to him, both on and off Facebook, as I stayed in touch with him as often as I could. And we were heartbroken when we heard the news about that. And, of course, he is he is, he is he is honored in our, which I need to revamp that, but he is honored in our celebrity wing of our Hall of Fame, by the way. So he, he is in there. Also, we've had a, a, a wrestling announcer, a legendary announcer, uh, Gary Michael Capetta, who did it in w, who announced in WCW, some in the WWF, JD. Uh, he did WWF for about 10 years. He used to call the Spectrum shows all the time back in the day in the 70s and 80s, and then he moved on to WCW in the 90s, if you remember. Right, exactly, yes. And also, speaking of WCW, a legendary manager who wrestled, I mean, who wrestled, who managed guys like Ultimo Dragon, Ernest the Cat Miller, among others, Sonny Ono. More recently, yep. More recently, J.D., I think we had Sonny Ono on. Yeah, about a month and a half ago, and he just had a birthday last Saturday. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, we, so, I mean, we've been fortunate to have, you know, that spectrum. You know, a lot of our guys here at Neil have met wrestlers close <laughs> and personal, face-to-face and all that. This was a unique treat for me because... I personally have never, ever met a wrestling personality. That's close. No joke. No kidding. Wow. Up until we did these shows, and we, I started talking to these legends like this, and I said, man, I am in heaven. I mean, it was downright neat that I got a chance to talk to these. and got to ask them these, these questions back and forth. Everyone got the chance to come around and myself and JD, Gerard, John, I mean everybody got to ask these guys these questions and all that. I mean it was absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, and the one thing and I will say too though, and I will say Chad just brought up the Hall of Fame, however, too, and now uh, we also have had in the last few years, however, certain people not just from here, like he mentioned, but also our from the guests we've had, however, we have a thing like the WWE does the Hall of Fame. We have our own version of the Hall of Fame in a way. Which is very yeah. unique, and that's, that's right. Cool. Yeah. And that's right. Like, uh, my guys here, Emil, is a part of that. Matter of fact, JD here, as, I, as you hear me mention all the time, yep, he's a two-time. Two him and Gerard right. are. When I mentioned the news tag team King Ice, they are both Hall of Famers for that reason. Gerard became a Hall of Famer in 2014. JD, in a year later. Yeah. Uh, John was the very first one last year. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, let's see, Michelle. I have to look back. Michelle, we, we, I have inducted Michelle. I have inducted, because uh, you heard me talk to a young lady named Anne. Yeah, I, Anne, I, yeah, I remember. Last yeah. year. Uh, uh, we've had so many here that we have inducted here in, re, in recent years. Even, like, of course, just recently, J.D.'s cousin, but this year, I think. And his and his friend Fonzie on from Raw Radio, yeah. we put them in. Um, and like I said, uh, as I mentioned before, Gerard and JD are the first time are the first two to actually hold the Hall of Fame honors twice. So I mean, because of of that of that association with the fact that both of them, you know, does uh, <clears throat> does the news here. I mean. So I mean, I, I try to do it close to the time that they do the Hall of Fame before WrestleMania, 
but this year I think I did it early. I think I did it around the end of January. I did, I did it early, but but I wanted to, I wanted to, I was doing it. I, I was starting it then, but I think I ended it right right before the WWE Hall of Fame popped up. I think, <laughs> and I go back and look at that page all the time, Anil, and I go back on YouTube and play the hall the one of the things they've used in the Hall of Fame. Uh, and you know, just looking at it and letting that music playing right there, you got to admit that sounds like as if you're introducing them on the stage like they do on in WWE. I said, you know, that'll be great if I was able to do something like give them plaques or something like that. That would be awesome, my personal. Very, yeah. But I mean, but folks, like I said, who have popped on here and who have been a, a real good part of this and all that, you know, the year year afterwards. You know who knows they they make they they do get a certain consideration uh, because you know it's I mean it, we we pretty much like I said we've inducted pretty much everybody associated with us and folks like outside of the WWUS realm you know who knows that maybe at some point that you know folks that you know we, I mean I, I'm I'm I'll be talking about this until like after the new year but but. Um, but like I said, that's pretty much like I said, what WWUS is all about. Like I said, we, we, we that's all the groups on Facebook, for example. You see a whole lot of them that has the word US behind it, like NWA, NWO, WCCW, uh, uh, DX, US, uh, um, uh, um, AWA, US. I call those the tribute groups. Okay, tribute groups. Okay. Because they pay tribute to the fact these, well, for example, as I said NWO and DX. Of course, they were big times, the big time stables in wrestling. Mm-hmm. We honor them by doing that. And of course, like I said, some of these organizations that I mentioned are no longer around. And so, what we would do, we do, we pay, we pay homage to them, even if some of them are still around, some of them are not. We want to still put things out, I put out there that you know. You know, we are diehard wrestling fans, and we loved that. We loved all aspects of it. Right, I mean, right. So, I mean, that's I mean, that that that's what we are trying. I mean, we, I've probably got fifty or sixty groups under this what I call a stable of groups. Ooh. I've got about sixty groups under all this. I mean, JD can tell you. Right. Mm. I mean, we do our best to try to maintain every single one of them. Of course, yeah. like I said, I mean, we try to follow all aspects of it. Even, of course, like I said, with the show that we did earlier tonight. Outside the ropes, that right there, like I said, we take a little breather from that. Well, there, there, we like things outside of wrestling too. Yes. And what better way to do that than to talk about certain things that out there that you know that, might, that sound like that would be of interest, like movies. We talk about movies. We talk about music, sports. JD talks the heck out of sports, and that's not that's that's cool. I mean, I, I'm a big sports guy too. I mean. And and like I said, we do the trivia thing for JD to test his mind and all that, get that brain to cracking a little bit. <laughs> and his, his brain is sharp as a tack. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. If it'd be like a thumbtack or a nail, JD. I don't know which one it'd be. <laughs> <But> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean, there, JD. But man, you're 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 a good guy, JD. Don't worry about it. We all just throwing a few things out there. That's all. But you are sharp. But yeah. But yeah, to add something. But yeah, I see. I did. I did um, listen to the uh, uh, the trivia the trivia uh, uh, question that you had between JD and um, was it uh, um, and Anne? Yeah, I remember that night. Yeah, so it was it was pretty like neck and neck. But yeah, JD like said the final score. It, it took like 
Oh, the two overtimes to get to get a finish. It was nuts that night. Like I, I actually enjoyed that that trivia night. Uh, trivia night. It was pretty awesome. Well, we just tried to see to like win. yeah, just to see how like both wanted that title so bad. You know, one of them wanted to win it, one of them wanted to keep it. So it's like, you know, it was it was a good it was good uh, trivia night that night. I really enjoyed it. It's the best their knowledge of wrestling trivia. Plus, also make them feel like they're if they were in a wrestling match. Right. <laughs> that's why they got the title aspect of it. Yeah. You say, I mean, I mean, sure. I mean, I mean, you might get to hold an actual belt, but I mean, you know, have the feeling that you are. Okay. And like I said, Ann and JD and Gerard and John. I mean, I mean, these four folks right here, I think, kind of hold probably most of them. The four horses oh. the groups. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. But like I said, but that's but but uh, of course we have a lot of those who can be on the shows that hold these belts too. And you know, we've been trying to. We've been trying to get that get this going again, and hopefully we'll get that going here really, really soon. Well, to be honest with you, JD, we've kind of gone off track here. <laughs> That's all right. Hey, it's, it's but, uh, but well, well, since the meal's on, man, I'll let him do the SmackDown recap. I'll be back. And Neil, I want you to sit back and I want you to enjoy this. The <laughs> Iceman is about to get his big time, this big time talk. And I want you to listen for it word for word and just be amazed at what this man says. <laughs> because he laid, if you thought him laying out for Monday Night Raw was big, this is going to be about that maybe a little bit bigger. So, J.D., my man, uh, um, I'm timing you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not timing you. Let's hear what you have to say here on, on your thoughts on SmackDown Live. I think Anil and John and I are going to sit back and we are dying to hear this. Go ahead, JD. Let's see what you got to say. John, JD, are you there? Okay, he has stepped away for just a moment. So uh, we'll we'll come back to him just a minute. He probably had to, to, as an old joke here, Anil, that we do here in the radio network, he probably had to take the Browns to the Super Bowl. But I won't go any further as to what that means. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's that. Uh, old Larry the Cable guy, Jim, and get her done. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, uh, I did I did read your review there, Neil, for SmackDown. Very good indeed. Uh, down right there to the point. Uh, uh, very good indeed. Uh, but uh, uh, while we're waiting on JD, let me go ahead and take care of this here one more time. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode three seventy one of the Mothership Broadcast WWS Revolution. This is Wednesday, August second, two thousand and seventeen. Once again, I am Mister WWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you, uh, along with me here, of course, is the Iceman JD Jared Girolamo, uh, of course, the two thousand fifteen and seventeen Hall of Famer and a part of the Raw Radio Broadcast team. Also on the chat box, we have the human suplex machine, John Gross, uh, <clears throat> who's also part of the Raw Radio Broadcast team and also the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer. And, of course, he was on the chat box a minute ago, but now he has popped on here on the line, uh, talking here, of course, from uh, uh, Paris. Uh, appears like I guess we can safely say Tampa, Florida is there, Neil, if I'm not too much mistaken. Uh, Anil Patel, uh, is that how you, that way you pronounce that last name? Uh, Patel, Patel would be a good idea, like, Patel, yeah. Yeah, Patel, okay. It's, it's hard, yeah, it's hard, yeah, I mean, you can you can just go with my first name, it's all right, you know, my first name is, okay. is good enough. Okay, we want to make sure that, uh, it would, well, we like to, we, we all here, like, said, since we're having new folks popping on here about every day, we want to make sure they pronounce, uh, we pronounce, uh, 
everyone's names here correctly. Right. And I do see we do have guest number six as well into the chat. Uh, guest six, welcome to, of course, uh, 371 of Revolution. Uh, by all means, please uh, please uh, ta- uh, identify who, who, you, who, who you are there and uh, and uh, feel free to listen to what we all we have to say here. Uh, while we attempt to, of course, one more time do this. J.D., are you still with us? Okay, he still has stepped away for just a second. Okay, um, just also a reminder here, folks, of course, Double Dose Part 2 coming up tomorrow night, which will include uh, Top Hill Inc., uh, 140562 pound, join the NWO of Madness Kingdom, of course, King NWO, the Iceman, and the Black Widow, as they, of course, heal it up with some big-time wrestling discussion, no doubt talking about more on Raw, on SmackDown, of course, leading up towards SummerSlam coming up here, in about 18 days, so uh, we got a lot. We got we're gonna, that's going to be a that's going to be a full blown uh, it's going to be a full full blown month of wrestling talk here in the radio network here, folks. So uh, the top heel league will definitely be bringing a whole lot here to you this uh, tomorrow night from seven to eight right here on Talk Show. Call ID one four zero five six two pound, and then of course I'll be back on with with NWO Wolfpack the second installment one three eight five two one pound. Of course, our latest wrestling news and views, also our history and birthdays, and we have a few little fun things here and there. Like I said, we'll we'll let you know what we end up doing. Of course, wrestling trivia, uh, uh, wrestling trivia. Of course, uh, fantasy matchups. You never know what we'll be doing here in the radio network, here, folks. So uh, just listening on, like I said, NWO Wolfpack one three eight five two one pound. This <clears throat> this um, this tomorrow night right here from nine to eleven on TalkShoe.com. Uh, Gd, are you back with us, sir? Hmm. Well, he'd be all over this if, uh, hmm. Unless, I have a sneaky feeling here. Hmm. <laughs> if he's if, 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 if he's doing this again, I swear to. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why he's been doing this the past what John two or three days he's been doing this. Uh. This is uh, <laughs> while we continue to of course to, to solve the mystery of guest number six here, folks. Like I said, uh, be sure I've been just told, of course, uh, Neil here. Be sure to go back and listen to all of our past episodes of the radio network here, folks, because like I said, you would not be disappointed with all that we talk about, we have talked about here in the past. And you'll get you'll, you'll you'll as I say in the movie business, you'll laugh and you will cry. So, I mean, and you will be amazed. You will laugh. Uh, I mean, you will you, you will be astonished. You will be everything. Once you hear what we all have to say here, I mean, it may put a lot of these other wrestling podcasts to shame. I don't know. We're not gloating about that, but I mean, we may not be as big as them. But like I said, we have a ton of episodes here to prove it. I mean, of course, we have almost uh, like over uh, twelve or thirteen hundred episodes, according to iTunes, and of course, almost fourteen or fifteen hundred hours worth of wrestling talk logged in, according to iTunes. So I mean, we we are like I said. I mean, we're we're out there you know, talking about this each and every each and every week. You know, we don't we do not slow down. We do not stop. We do what we can here, folks. <clears throat> and you know, we wish to like I said to continue 
this tradition here ongoing over and over and over. Like I said, meeting great new folks here, of course. Of course, we have, of course, talking to King W.O. Gerard T. Smith, the Iceman here of Girolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, of course, Neil Patel here. Uh, also, of course, all of our folks have been on here in the past. Uh, we enjoy talking. And of course, as we mentioned before, we've had we've had the pleasure of having four wrestling personalities. You know, we're we're always glad and hard to have them on. Uh, you know, we have been through. We have been. We've had a lot of surprises here in the past two years of doing this. And you know, the surprises keep right on coming. You never know what we're going to end up doing. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, of course, John is making is making a point to try to wake up guest number six here, who has this long been here. <laughs> and. <laughs> JD, yeah, what, yeah. I don't know if uh, I don't know if he said I don't know if he said he's stepping out for a little bit. Yeah, I missed I missed it too. I don't know if JD said uh, I'm gonna be stepping out for a little bit. I think I, I don't know if he said that before he left or wherever he had to had to take care of. I think I don't know. Okay, he he may he may have sometimes a lot a lot of times I may not get a chance to hear what he says, but sometimes yeah. I'm 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 talking to him. Of course, my thing to make sure we keep the rhythm of the show going. JD, have you returned? Unless he's behind, unless he's behind his home. Okay. <clears throat> uh, let's keep this. Let's keep this head. Let's keep our heads up above ground here. Uh, I'm kind of hoping to hear what JD has to say about SmackDown. Uh, I just hope if he had to go, I hope he didn't fall in. Uh, <laughs> um, hmm. Well. John, um, you have a suspicion about this guest number six. John works, works of course, like I said, alongside JD on Raw Radio every Monday, Monday afternoon. Do you have any inkling as to who you think it might be? Is what I'm asking. Okay. Well, that, I'm glad for your I'm glad for your uh, opinion there, sir. Thank you very much. JD, are you back? I'm back. There he is. Okay. There he is. What happened to you? I had to step <laughs> out for a couple seconds. I had to do some stuff. Okay. Awesome. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Me and me and J, uh, me and Chad didn't hear you. Uh, they had to step out. Yeah. Okay. Well, JD, as we said before. Anil is anticipating this. I've asked him to sit back and enjoy this because if you thought uh, if, you, if you if you thought you, you hadn't heard any wrestling big time wrestling talk before, Anil, get ready to hear something right here. Uh, JD, unload on SmackDown. Go ahead. All right. Well, SmackDown last night in Cleveland was a pretty good show, I gotta say. You had two good matches. The AJ Owens match was good, of course. We saw Shane O'Mac make his peace, however, and KO was not very happy, obviously, with what went down. But he's gonna have to get over it. I mean, quit bitching and belly aching while you're at it, Howard. Just get over it, plain and simple. As far as the Sammy English match, Howard, I don't know what they're trying to do with Sammy. They're really losing interest in him quickly. They're burying him. It's just ridiculous. I don't know why they continue to bury him. I mean, at this point, Howard, if they're going to continue to do this way, Howard, you might as well just ask 
either uh, Shane O'Mac or Daniel Bryan to go back to NXT because right now they haven't done anything with him in a while. How it seems like and they just continue to just piss all over him. Speaking of which, Rusev and Gable, pretty good, I gotta say. It wasn't too bad, however. I mean, it was interesting. You gotta give, uh, as much as I don't like Rusev, the benefit of the doubt here. Gable put up a good fight and came up just a little short in his effort. As far as the women's match goes, however, it was pretty good, however, but uh, I still have a bad feeling that that match at SummerSlam with Naomi and Natty is not gonna be a great match at all, and I would not be surprised, however, if uh, it's. I mean, part of me wants to say that Naomi is going to win and Carmella's going to cash in, but others are saying that Natty's going to win. I think that I'm going to go with the latter. I think Naomi's going to find a way to retain somehow, some way. But then, of course, you have the Jersey Hosky herself, the blonde bimbo bitch with her nerd boyfriend, James. I want to be a D-bag Ellsworth, however, unless he's back by then. And he might be back as early as next week, I've been hearing, too. And I hope to God that's not right. But anyway, uh, if that happens, however, we're in trouble. We're in big, big trouble. And as far as the main event goes, uh, great main event. Probably one of the best matches of the year, hands down. It was nice to see Cena give Nakamura the rub, however. I hope Nakamura comes out of nowhere and beats the holy bejesus out of Mahal at uh, SummerSlam in Brooklyn. If not, you know Jinder's going to obviously, once again, with his boys, the Steamboats are going to steal win, but if that's the case, however, I hope then Corbin just cashes in on him and knocks him silly and loopy and leaves Brooklyn with the gold. So we could see that happen. I mean, I'm sure they're still debating on that right now, but unlike Raw, however, this week, SmackDown once again picked it up this week. However, I mean, they had to, especially after what happened with Battleground and everything. The last couple of weeks, it's starting to get back on track a little bit, which is good to see. Hopefully, they continue the momentum here heading into uh, Canada. Obviously, we'll have to wait and see what happens next week. But obviously, at the same time, they're still up and down. Some weeks good, some weeks bad. Nevertheless, however, I think SmackDown continues to do a little bit better than Raw. And right now, I think, like I said last night, and I'll say it again, Raw right now, I think, is in big-time trouble. So SmackDown's just got to keep going. Of course, the way they're at right now, some heading into Brooklyn. And if they do that, I think everything will be fine. If they stumble next week, however then hopefully it won't be too big of a stumble. But I think right now SmackDown's trying to get back on track, and it was good to see him back on track last night with two great matches. Again, Nakamura and Cena, I think, was a little bit better than AJ and Owens, if you ask me. It definitely told a great story, and it was nice to see Nakamura get a great rub by Cena. So uh, kudos to John on that. How Nakamura, well done job on him. Job well done, however, uh, beating your first big-time main event, however, on the SmackDown uh, team, however, and it was nice to see them finally acknowledge you, however, after being pretty much buried the last month and a half or two, however, so hopefully uh, this won't be a long-term burial, however, this is not going to be a fluky thing if they do, however, big mistake on their part, so nevertheless, uh, I'm saying it right now, I think Nakamura will beat Mahal, and he will, and like I said, he will beat Mahal at SummerSlam, if you don't, however, then I hope Corbin you ready to cash in, however, because I'm pulling for you. That's the next big thing, because I am tired of seeing that steroid-inducing windbag, however, with his boyfriend, however, steal every chance he can a win. So we'll see what happens at uh, SummerSlam. That's all I can say. Well done. Yeah, right here. All right, that's, pretty impressed. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah pretty awesome. impressed. Oh, yeah, didn't he? Uh, <laughs> I've gone off deep for ends in that. Let me tell you, I mean, sometimes I play nice... And sometimes I tell everyone ahead of time, either get ready for a meltdown or I try to stay positive most of the time. But there's been times I've gone off the deep end and melted down in anger. And Chad knows I've gone off very, very angry at times on certain things. Yeah, 
Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But J.D., John, and Neil, I do thank you, gentlemen, for providing us with your, uh, with your thoughts and opinions on uh, on uh, SmackDown Live from last night. Guys, while we've been talking, I've actually found that one page uh, that involved the word, and J.D., say it with me, nerd. Which one? Which one is it again? Nerd. 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 <laughs> Nerd, nerd. <laughs> I just called IW nerd. Whoa, hello. Sorry, I I just got blinded. Apparently, however, I just saw a beauty in more ways than one. Sophia Vergara, however, from the Modern Family Show, however, I know you're gonna be really surprised to see this. However, apparently, however, she is on the cover of. I know you don't read this magazine, but she's on the cover of the September issue of Women's Health Naked. And boy, oh boy, does she <laughs> body on her yow. Sir, that's all I'm gonna say. She's 45, and God Almighty, does she look fine? Yow. Yes, and oh, oh, I bet. I'll oh. Up, yeah, I think you'll do more than that if you see this cover. I'm gonna have to send it to you guys. You guys are freak. It's, it's a pretty cool cover. And I gotta give her props. I mean, well done. Only a bottle of Head and Shoulders. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> birthday was uh, <laughs> last month, Alan. It's a commercial, man. I can't help it. Huh. Interesting. 
Oh, okay. Well, apparently next weekend, we understand, in Philadelphia, they have announced that they have canceled the Wall of Induction for Pete Rose in Philadelphia. Hmm. Interesting. Apparently, considering what's been going on with Mr. Rose, apparently it looks like he is once again in trouble. They won't even give him a... They won't even do the bobblehead, however, and of course, uh... Oh, this is cute. Oh, this is charming, however. They announced, however, back in April, he would be at the Hall of Philly's Hall of Fame, but now it says they will not distribute the bobble figurine. And more than 40 alumni are expected to be recognized on the field August 13. Fans holding tickets for next Friday or Saturday's game can exchange it for any remaining game or receive a refund at any sales window. Hmm. <laughs> well, that's Holy right there. I guess that? they don't have faith in him anymore. Well, that's basically who. Well, I was just saying, the Pete Rose thing, however, will now not be inducted into the Wall of Fame because of the whole thing that we talked about. I think it was last week about the whole charges that have been leveled against him. Apparently, some woman claims back in the day, however, uh, that apparently she began a relationship with Rose when she was only 14 or 15. They didn't say her name, and said the name lasted... Uh, Several years, it says he cannot be charged with statutory rape. The municipal delegation says the statute of limitations has expired. But they said, however, back in April, they would put him in the Wall of Fame in August. Now they're saying they will not distribute the bobble figurine giveaway originally scheduled for next Friday, as then more than 40 alumni are expected to be recognized on the field a week from uh, Sunday. And said fans holding tickets for next Friday or Saturday can exchange for any remaining game in 2017 and receive a refund at the sales window at the ballpark of Citizens Bank Park. Interesting. Yes. Very interesting. Okay, thank you very much, JD, for holding the fort down. Uh, JD and Neil and John, everyone gets to take part here, of course, as we always do. This time, thanks to uh, the website here, iwnerd.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I added that. That's a twist I did. I did okay. Uh, Ten question quiz. I decided to do one tonight on the legit boss herself, Sasha Banks. Mm. Uh, when your female competitors making a real huge rise up in the WWE, <clears throat> not that rise, JD. To get your mind out of the gutter. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I, we, I, we got, I got a trick here once in a while. You, JD, oh yeah, All right, this is moderate difficulty here. Ten questions all around, John. I mean, JD, are you ready? Set. John, are you ready? And we'll, no, John, I'm here. Are you ready? Whoa, hold it, hold, 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 hold. I think, I think we are, we, we we're about to ready to kick it up a notch here. Huh? Oh, we're gonna kick it up ten notches, bitches. We're gonna kick <laughs> oh, it up. Oh wow! Big time. <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh wow! And I have, we have right here. The main man right here himself, the mainstay of the radio network and the COO of WCWS, a 2014-17 WCWS Hall of Famer. He is the one. Yes, he is the only. Oh, you better believe it. <clears throat> the, the man himself, King, the King, NWO, GTS himself, the one and the only, Gerard T. Smith, ladies and gentlemen, GTS. Welcome to episode 371 of Revolution, my man. How in the heck are you? 
uh, another show is give him the belt, let him run with it, and see what he can do with it, and see if he could actually do it. If he can't, take it off. But I, I think he can. Uh, I think he can be a great heel champion and uh, let's see what he can do with it. Yep. And, of course, one of the competitors that may not compete, obviously, I'm sure you heard about, is uh, Bailey, who now looks like he's going to be out of SummerSlam altogether due to an arm injury, however. And uh, one person who will compete despite the arm injury is Dezawa, taking on Neville after what happened uh, last night, however, mind you. So, we'll see. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think King Neville is still retained. Neville's been Neville's been on fire, my personal opinion. Yes, indeed. So, uh, <clears throat> I do believe the announcement that we're talking about with Paul Hammond is supposed to be possibly on a. It may be on the website of that TV station. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, that, 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 that's how they're going to do it. Yeah, John's uh, trying to find out if, it, if the network might break in. However, with that, maybe too. That PIX11, I think, because I mentioned something I saw on. Uh, um, my smartphone earlier. I was reading some of some tweets made by by the guy who's going to do the interview, apparently, and also by Paul Heyman himself. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see what happens with this. Uh, Gerard, we were uh, um, and you came in the nick of time, but man, we were about to do some wrestling trivia if you were a game about to play along. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to do some on uh, the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Okay. <laughs> you know anything on Sasha Banks or GTS? Uh, I I tend not to, but I guess I can play along. Oh, this is not right. Sorry, I'm just another news story. This is just well, what is it? What is Apparently, it? Apparently, this is. Sick. A man, this, well, we all know, guys follow girls home or wherever they go. Well, he then basically did the unthinkable right in front of her, and then the police were called. What was it? Uh, let's just say he had one hand free in more ways than one. And oh, jerked off in yep. front of the girl. Uh-huh. Oh, yep. Shit. Yep. Shit. Yep. Shit. Shit. I he know. pulled a Paul Rubin. Yeah, he he he, 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 yeah, he showed. Look at me, I'm Pee Wee Herman. It's Pee Wee's Playhouse <laughs> live edition. <laughs> and now you're going to jail. Yeah, how do you right, like so. that? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I actually found I actually found one. I was reading that other earlier, and I actually found a set of questions that might that might uh, that I think everybody will will love. It. I think JD brought this up last night. GTS man, what about the phenomenal AJ Styles? Oh, AJ Styles, I'd, I'd like that probably better. Okay, they're going to mark again. According to this website called IWNerd.com, that's the website. Of course, we try to say nerd. nerd. There's no cucumbers involved here. <laughs> oh yeah, GTS. Let me tell you, Undertaker. The Undertaker is afraid of cucumbers. Yeah, nerd. you heard about that? <laughs> <laughs> What the hell? We mentioned that last night. John mentioned that last he's, night, though, and we lost it. I lost it last man. night. dead man. How the fuck are you afraid of Keith? That's what I said last but night. Do you, know how, do you know how that happened? And John told him the one that told us. Now, I mentioned it was a part of a trivia question. 
that I did on The Undertaker. But it all had to do, GTS, with the late Owen Hart. He put, you know how Owen Hart liked to pull pranks? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He put cucumbers in The Undertaker's boots. And ever since then, apparently he's been afraid. <laughs> <laughs> afraid of I don't, I don't, oh man <laughs> yeah okay I, yeah. I, I, I know <laughs> and they said they were going to put it in his bag because he might freak out ten times more I said okay uh, I mean uh, yeah uh, okay but uh, okay so everyone everyone's cool on doing it on uh, answering questions about AJ Styles yep Okay, uh, and uh, Gerard, you have and you have Jeff, and John has backed off, backed out, um, and as and because um, also uh, Gerard, we have a meal on with us as well. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, uh, I'll play along. Yeah, why not? Okay, and uh, Gerard, this is a meal Patel. Patel, this is King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith. Yeah, we've been uh, chatting. Uh, he added me on Facebook a few nights ago, and we uh, we actually been uh, chatting. So uh, yeah, I know uh, Neil. He's the master of disaster, the superstar, if you will, too sweet to be sour, the woman's pet, and the lady's regret. He is the G to the T to the S, among other nicknames I give. Oh, that Gerard! I love that man. That's yes, indeed. And John has gone actually to check out the interview with Paul Heyman on that. So apparently it's online, apparently. Ooh, okay. So, so if he's going to go check it out real fast, he will talk with us later. Okay. All right, guys. Here we go. Here, Gerard, I'll start with you, my man. Here is the first question on AJ Styles. AJ Styles made his WWE debut at the 2016 Royal Rumble. What number did he enter at? Number five, number nine, number seven, or number three? I know this all too well. Number three. JD? Three. Anil? Okay, what was the question again? I didn't I didn't hear it properly. AJ Styles made his WWE debut. I can't say W's that well. WWE <laughs> debut at the 2016 Royal Rumble. What number did he enter at? Five, nine, seven, or three? Okay, I'll go with three. Okay, I'll say three. Yeah, it was number three. AJ entered the Rumble in the third spot. Okay. He actually surprised somebody, didn't he, guys? Uh, that was that would be um, that was Roman Reigns. That I'm not too much mistaken, was it? Roman, I thought entered it. I can't remember what number he entered it. He was number one, wasn't he? He was number yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, because he was his title's on the line. That's right. Yes, because it was. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Question number two. AJ Styles wrestled his final match for TNA on January 9, 2014. Who did he lose to? Was it Bobby Roode, Magnus, Eric Young, or Bully Ray, George? Uh, off the pass. Okay, JD. I'm going to take a guess, Bully Ray. Okay, Anil? Okay, I'll go with JD, Bully Ray. You'll say Bully Ray? The answer is... It was Magnus. Ooh. AJ was defeated by Magnus after a number number of people interfered. This was the last time AJ wrestled for the company. Okay. Hmm. 
Question number three. AJ Styles became IWGP Heavyweight Champion for the first time on May 3rd, 2014. Who did he defeat? Now, this mm-hmm. is going to be fun, me trying to not pronounce these names. Was it, was it, was it A, Kazuchika Okada, B, Hiroshi Tanahashi, C, Shinsuke Nakamura, or D, Kota Ibushi? Gerard? I say, I think it's the first one, Raymaker. The Okada? Yeah. Okay, JD? I'm going to say Tanahashi. You say Tanahashi? Okay. Neil? I'll go with B as in boy. Okay, you're going with Tanahashi as well. The answer is? Yes. Gerardo's right. It was Okada. Nice. Well, defeated Okada in at New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestling Don Taku event in 2014. Yeah, it was Okada. Okay. Mm. Wow. But like we said, we learn something new each and every day, which I still can't believe. I still can't believe we, we learned on this show that The Undertaker was afraid of... We won't talk about that for a long time. We are. <laughs> I, I should have told that to MLD earlier tonight. I'm going to have to eventually tell her at some point about that because I think she would not believe us with that. Okay. Gerard, I'm sure you're familiar with the gaming channel on YouTube that Xavier Woods has called Up, Up, Down, Down. Yeah. Okay. What is AJ Styles' nickname on this gaming channel? Is it the Phenomenal One, the Prince of Phenomenal, Styling and Profiling, or the Georgia Pitbull? Uh, pass. JD? I'll take a guess, the Georgia Pitbull. Okay, Anil? Okay, I'll go with A, the phenomenal one. Okay, the answer is the Prince of Phenomenal. Oh, Prince of Phenomenal, okay. Hmm. Question number five. Who has AJ Styles never, and I repeat the word never, won a tag team title with? Is it Kurt Angle, Christopher Daniels, Jerry Lynn, or Samoa Joe? Gerard. I'm going to pass. Okay, J.D. I want to say Christopher Daniels. Okay, Neil? Uh, Jerry Lynn. Say Jerry Lynn. The answer is Samoa Joe. Oh, huh. wow. Dallas has one title with Angel, Jerry Lynn, and Daniels, but not with Samoa mm-hmm. Joe. No, with Samoa Joe. With the WWE, that could change, you know? Mm. Question number six. What world title has AJ Styles never won? What world title has he never won? Is it the TNA World Heavyweight title, the ROH World Heavyweight title, the PWG World title, or the NWA World Heavyweight title? Gerard. Uh, PWG. Okay. JD? Yeah, I'll take a guess at PWG, too. Okay. Anil? Uh, I'll go with NWA. Okay, the answer is the Ring of Honor World Championship. Mm. You know, he worked for Ring of Honor for several years and never became world champion. He has won the TNA, NWA, and PWG World titles. Wow. So PWG threw me off. I mean, what was that, Pro Wrestling Gorilla? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Huh. 
I thought he won a Ring of Honor belt at one time. Yeah, I thought he did too. But I mean, you know, uh, that, that was something. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Question number seven. AJ won the Fatal Four Way match on the Raw after WrestleMania 32. With the win, he earned himself a shot at Roman Reigns' WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Who wasn't in the Fatal Four Way match? Was it Jericho, KO, Cesaro, or Sami Zayn? Who was not in that match? Gerard. Uh, Sami Zayn. Okay, JD. Yeah, I'll say the same. Anil? Yeah, Sammy Zane. Sammy Zane, the answer is? All right, Sammy Zane. Yay, all right. To be Jericho, Owens, and Cesaro to become number one contender. Okay, number three. Who's up for pizza? I am. Okay. They got these ads on here for Papa John's Pizza. I can't help it, man. I'm, I'm, ugh, boy. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Question number eight. AJ Styles appeared on the January 26, 2002 episode of WWF Jacked. Who was his opponent? Was it Matt Hardy, Test, The Hurricane, or Shannon Moore? Gerard. Uh, JD? Shannon Moore. Uh, Neil? Okay, Shannon Moore. You're saying Shannon Moore. The answer is, it was the Hurricane. Ooh. AJ made a rare WWF appearance on the WWF Jack show. He was defeated by the Hurricane. <clears throat> and here's a fun fact. Around this time, he actually turned down a deal with WWE at around this time. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Question number nine. AJ Styles was a part of a tag team while in WCW. What was their name? What was it? Was it Air Styles, Air Raid, Air Attack, or Air Assault? Gerard. Uh, JD? Air Styles. Anil? Air Styles. Air Styles? The answer is Air Raid. DJ mm. was renamed as Air Styles and teamed with Air Paris to form the Air Raid team in WCW. Who was Air Paris? Oh, I know it. Shoot, I remember remember the team now. Let me. I'll pull it up if I can find it. Hang on. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Why you Why you do that? That's let me ask that the final question here. Just pay attention to this, and you can tell us here in this bit. All right. Last question. What is the only match of AJ Styles' career that was rated five stars by Dave Meltzer? Of course, you know, Wrestling Observer Newsletter, we talk about him all the time. Yep. Was it the match against Christopher Daniels and Samoa Joe at Team oh, and Frank Harris was his name. They debuted on March 5th of 2001, where they lost Elix Skipper and Ken Romeo. He was then renamed to Air Styles, and he was given the new name Air Raid as they went on to lose the Young Dragons. And when WCW was bought out by WWE, neither Paris nor Styles had their contract picked up by WWE. I see. Okay, thank you, JD. Was it the match with Christopher Daniels and Samoa Joe from TNA Unbreakable from 05? The match against Shinsuke Nakamura at Wrestle Kingdom 10? The match versus John Cena at 2017 Royal Rumble? Or the match versus Samoa Joe at Turning Point 2005? Gerard? 
It was rated five stars, but I'm sorry, go ahead. I'd have to say uh, AJ Styles and Nakamura. Okay, JD. I'll say the same. Anil? Mm-hmm. I'll go with A. You want to go with the triple threat? Uh, Tina, yeah. Zanzarini? Son of a gun, Anil's right. Tina, Yay. I'm All the other yes. three listeners. But get this, guys, get this. The other three matches... Now, all these were good matches that I listed yeah. here. All the other three received only a 4.75 out of 5 rating from Melson. Mm. That's one star shy, or 0.25 of a star shy. A great job, guys. Great wow. job. <laughs> uh, oh, I meant to speaking, speaking of this, Speaking of The Undertaker, we were talking about this a minute ago. I know we did this last night. Gerard, would you like to do this quiz on The Undertaker and find out about this thing yourself? <laughs> would you like to do this quiz on The Undertaker? <laughs> and we lost Gerard. Oh. I hope something did not happen. Uh, uh, give me just one second here, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, uh, I'll get it. Uh, <clears throat> we're trying to determine what happened with TNWO Jarky Smith. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, um, hope that something major did not happen. Uh, and sometimes, you know, the weather could be also be a factor here, ladies and gentlemen. So, so in the meantime, here, folks, just want to take care of this one more time. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode three seventy one of the Mothership Broadcast Revolution for <clears throat> uh, Wednesday, August the second, two thousand and seventeen. I am once again Mr. WS Chad Henshaw back on the line alongside the Iceman JD Jared DiGirolamo, and also uh, we have also Neil Patel here with us. Um, the Human Suppressed Machine John Gross has since left. He is actually going to be doing some looking looking into this interview apparently. That's out there. Of course, we're going to be done with Paul Hammond, courtesy of this channel up in New York called uh, Pix11. So hopefully we'll move my out find out some more interesting stuff about that. If not tonight, then maybe sometime tomorrow um, between Top Hill and Wolfpack, we may find out a little bit about that. Uh, but also, GNWWRT Smith, we're trying to find out what's happened. Uh, like we said, with maybe a weather issue or something, we're not sure yet. But we're trying to, we're hoping that, like I said, you'll be able to make it back on before the end of the, before the end of the, uh, before the end of the broadcast. Uh, but, uh, <clears throat> you're going to tell, uh, I was going to say, you're going to tell Anel about that one title we talked about many times over, and then I, so I had to go early last night because I had stuff to do, but you can tell him. Oh, about oh yes. Neil, we talked about something in 
our wrestling history here several weeks back. Uh, of course, it was, I think it was around the end of June we talked about it, because it's been about a month since we talked about it in our wrestling history. Uh, there, there was, uh, hold on one second. I'm not able to find out something here. Hold on. I'm back. Okay. Thank you, Wood. But anyway, Anil, um, this belt was introduced in Japan about 17 years ago, back in the year 2000. Uh, and we'll do some more wrestling trivia here momentarily. Uh, but, of course, this right here will deserve a little bit of uh, talking here. Uh, this belt was actually what they refer to as a common belt, Anil. It was, it's, known as the, it's known as the Iron DDT Ironman Heavy Metal Weight Championship. That, first off, yes, that is a mouthful. Uh, <laughs> uh, this belt... I'm just going to read just a brief thing on it because I'll read I'll read this about it course of the Wikipedia page here. Uh, the Ironman Heavy Metal Weight Championship is a professional wrestling championship owned by the DDT Pro Wrestling Promotion. It is viewed as a comedic championship, having had two wrestlers named Yuko Miyamoto and Shinobu exchange the belt 62 times with each other in one night. Whoa. Some of those, yes, yeah, some of those title changes via rock paper scissors, even being won from a wrestling fan winning an auction for the belt, and a title change that occurred in a dream. Yes, I said in a dream. Yes. What? Champion, championship, it's <laughs> yes, championships also champions also have included children, animals, and inanimate objects. The title is defended. Anywhere against anyone, even during non-title matches or tag team matches under 24-7 rules. If there is an official DDT referee present, the title can be won and lost. And unlike other Ironman championships, does not need to be defended under Ironman rules. And believe it or not, you may remember this other belt that I'm about to refer to. The 24-7 rule is similar to the same rules that applied to the late WWF Hardcore Championship, if you remember that belt. Yes, I remember the Hardcore Championship. Yes, I remember that. You remember the 24-7 rule that they did for that? Well, this is basically the same situation. <laughs> a regular match in DDT for the title is a 10-minute battle royal where the title can change hands any number of times, and the person who has the belt when the time limit expires can leave as champion. This is ironic in itself, as due to the 24-7 rules, the champion could be the defeated for the belt right after the match finishes. And and, and, Mil, and, and as, and as uh, J.D. said, it does get weird here. The 1,000th Ironman Heavy Metal Weight Champion, Bill, 
was crowned on April 29, 2014, when the belt itself became the champion after pinning a wrestler named Sanshiro Takagi. I, I, I kid you not. I mean, uh, uh, and let's see here. I can even tell you, and I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm not going to even name a lot of the folks here that held the belt. I'm just going to tell you some of the, some of the other things that you will not believe was a part of this. And of course, uh, 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 JD can imagine this is all gets way too weird. January 31st, 2003 is the first time the title was won by a ladder. Uh, yeah. Uh, it didn't last very long, of course, but that happened, yes. Uh, September 28th, 2003, it was won by a ladder. Not the same one, but uh, it actually held it for 17 days. <laughs> And the, the title, believe it or not, was declared vacant on October 15th of that year after the, the latter is, in quotation marks, encouraged by the DDT president to forfeit the title. <laughs> uh, yeah, it gets, J.D., again, you could say, J.D. can say, it does get weirder than that. Yes. Uh, uh, hold on, let me, let, me, let me look here. Let me look. Uh, there was, oh yes, here's another occasion, July 30th, 2005, it was won by a chef, (laughs) chief chef, chief chef of the Yakigama Springs Inn, pins a wrestler named Kenny Mouse, I kid you not, that's is in Japan, in a party room to win the belt, yeah. Uh, oh my God! Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where is this yeah. again? I gotta find it. How are you? Didn't send it to me yet. Where, where is it? Yeah, where is the thing so I can find all the reins that, that this been held? This spell has been held by. <laughs> Type in DDT Iron Man Heavy Metal Championship. Oh, right, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. D- what is it? DD what? DDT. Yeah. Iron Man Heavy Metal Weight Championship. Iron Metal Heavyweight. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I, I'm out full. Uh, and, and yes, Emil, uh, this thing was even won. Uh, let me, oh, crap, I had it. Okay, I got it on Wikipedia. I found it. Okay, yeah. Even by, uh, even in the mix on Christmas Day 2005, it was held by a couple of stuffed dolls. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is in Japan, <laughs> okay? So you got to understand that the. Uh, okay, let me see if we find another weird one. I'm a chicken doll. Yeah. A kind of feet. I'm here. I, I, I'm here. I, I'll list them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to keep reading some weird ones here. October 29, 2006, it was won by a TV cameraman. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, Manager Dachshund Dog. Uh, whoa, okay. Okay, the title is vacated on October 29, 2006. Uh, Someone named President Ramu is in Tokyo, Japan. Vacates the title in order to have the 666 from the 666 group, which I have no idea what that was. That was probably a group in Japan. 
Uh, oh, and, to, and also, Neil, in 2006, Sai Okomita, who was a female newscaster of a cable station, won the title. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on just a second. Hold on just a second. A pint of beer. Yeah, yeah, there was even that. That was even, yeah, hold on a minute. Hold on. I'm checking something here. Hold on just a minute. Hold that up. Okay. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, let me, let me find that here. Uh, and uh, March 11th, 2007, uh, was the third time that a ladder once again won the battle. <laughs> and it held it, get this, Emil, for 21 days. <laughs> it was a doctrine that uh, lasted 45 yeah, it days. It gets better. It gets better. Yeah, it gets better oh, here. Man. Uh, I, I'm trying to, yeah, yeah, June 21st, 2008, it was won by a chicken dog. Yes, that's, that's true, too. Uh, uh, oh, crap. Oh man, I cannot believe half these things. Uh oh, oh, April twenty fourth, two thousand nine. A pro wrestling wave poster, Anil, won the belt and held it for four days. This <laughs> was an advertisement poster. Uh oh here I got one for you. I found one. Eight fourteen, June twenty eighth, two thousand nine, only one day. A sex doll with male makeup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, get this. June 10th, 2009, for for less than a day, a Big Japan Pro Wrestling ring truck. The truck. The blade truck. Uh, here we go. Uh, June 20th, 2009, yeah. a desk at Shinkiba First Ring. A desk. Yeah. A desk. A uh, another a stick day, of yakitori. A stick of yakitori. Yeah, June 29, 2009, another desk won the, the belt. And that same day, a dish won the title. And a meal, <laughs> it gets better. Vince McMahon's Hollywood Walk of Fame star. Rice won it that same day. Uh, Mitsuboshi Curry uh, and a pork cutlet that same day held, the, held this belt. <laughs> Uh, 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 here, um, here. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on. I got one. Hold on, I'm coming down to the. Hold on, I'm coming. I'm here. Oh yeah, June twenty third, two thousand twelve. A ringside mat at Ice Ribbon Dojo. Out it for less than a day. Be elementary uh, school girls. Yes, a Bolivian boy held it for less than a day in July twenty second, two thousand twelve, in Bolivia. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dick Togo from Kai, remember from him from the days of Kai and Tai, held held that belt a couple of times. Um, Here you go. Here's uh, Kyle. Here's the story about that. An inflatable love belt. Wrestlers treated as if it was an actually active wrestler and actually sell moves done by him or her, mostly high flying moves. But some moves like outside dives, Yoshikayo is helped by one or more assistants who throw him out of the ring, put pulls foot on the ropes, etc. Opposing wrestlers make. Make like those assistants are not there or part of Yoshikayo. The original Yoshikayo was killed by an Antonio Honda knee drop, which caused its head to bust open and was replaced by a second Yoshikayo, who was also a quote, a love doll, only modified to resemble the great Buddha. The second Yoshikayo was killed by Kenny Omega, 
while well, he was trying to swing the tent, Yoshikai Alving thus splitting his head open, revealing Khan stopping. Later on in that match, a third came out, resembling the Undertaker's old American badass gimmick, even using the same theme music. Following that matchup, Yoshikai was shot to death by Antonio Honda, a fourth resembling Hulk Hogan debuted shortly thereafterwards. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah, August 3rd, 2012, uh, Yakitori, which I think is a Japanese dish, yeah. won, won the title. <laughs> that same day, as J.D. mentioned, yes, yes, and no, we're not kidding about this, beer. <laughs> that same day. <laughs> a pint of beer. So tomorrow will be five years since, since a pint of beer held the back. <laughs> August, okay, here we go. August the 9th, 2012. A chair held the title. I don't know what kind of chair, but all I know is it was oh, a chair. Oh, I found it. It was a steel folding chair. It's a steel chair. It was, it was a steel chair. Okay. Uh, and that, uh, what day was that again? August uh, 9th, you said? It was uh, August 9th, 2012. Uh, that, yeah. yeah. That lasted less than, not even half a day. It was less than a day. Yes. <clears throat> Let me think. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm 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 going through here. I'm going through here. Uh, 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 oh yes, 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 yes. yes. Number one thousand, April twenty ninth, two thousand fourteen. Like I said, less than a day, the belt itself became the champion. Sanshiro Takagi, who was the nine hundred and ninety ninth champion, attempts to retire the championship. (laughs) Was knocked out by Poison Sawada with the belt, which falls on the chest of Takagi. The referee counts the pinfall, making the belt the 1,000th champion. <laughs> oh, jeez, awful, awful man. Uh, uh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. But what the funny things are are the objects. Is what it is. It's what's funny. But here's but here you go. Uh, a wrestler named Gota. Ayashi uh, held it for less than a day in Osaka, Japan. But get this, Emil, you're going to you're going to bust out laughing when you hear this. He was beaten by his own underwear. <laughs> and his underwear held him. <laughs> oh, here's one. an invisible wrestler, non-existent. And GTS is back with us. All right. GTS. All right. GTS, you remember the the comedic belt we talked about? Uh, uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, that was, uh, um, I was actually, we also had some infamous names that have actually held that belt. Ray Mysterio held it for less than a day. Scott Hall held it last, less than a day. Uh, Joey Ryan. Cole Cabana. He won a title via submission when Hall read, I give up off a sheet of paper Cabana tricked him into reading. <laughs> oh, oh, gee. <laughs> uh, and believe it or not, on June 21st, 2016, Bunny the Cat held it for two days in Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, yeah, John Morrison held it. Ricochet held it. Matt Stryker held it. Cheerleader Melissa I think GPS, you've talked about cheerleader Melissa, I think, a couple times. Yes, I have. Uh, Scarlet Bordeaux, Rhino, Robbie E., Drew Gulak, Brian Kendrick. Mm. The addiction as a tag team held this belt. Uh, uh, who was the other one? The Young Bucks. 
Yeah, Joey yeah. Ryan is another guy. Yeah. Someone named Serial Man held it for three days. Serial <laughs> uh, Man. Yeah. Santino Morella <laughs> held it. Johnny Gargano, Zach yeah. Sabre Jr. Mm. Uh, yeah, the Young Bucks did right here for one day. Chris Hero won it after he buys the belt from the Young Bucks with their own money. <laughs> uh, Tommy, Tommy Dreamer held it. Chris Masters held it. Mm. Marty Scroll held it. Rocky Romero held it. As J.D. mentioned, Vince McMahon's Hollywood Walk of Fame star. Uh, uh, Joey Ryan taps the star on the sidewalk to go for the... Okay. X-Pac, MVP, has held it. Ah, the list is on and on. I, we could go all night with this. I, I, uh, I'm just, I'm just absolutely surprised about. Mm. Uh, and believe it or not, John popped up back on uh, to let us know here that he saw the thing with Paul Heyman. He says he will confirm everything here. I guess on apparently a one man show that Jim Ross does. Uh, I'm not sure what he's to, is that was that podcast he's talking about or something. Uh, he said the same thing, and Paul Hammond said the same thing like he said on Monday Night Raw, basically. So that's mostly what that was. So, ETS, any thoughts about about this thing by Paul said by Paul Heyman here just a little while ago? Yeah, it seems uh, interesting. I tell you what, ever since this match was made, all this has been going on here. Uh, I mean, do you do you think though? In GTS, I pose this question to you: Do you think that you know Brock and Paul are going to be very serious about this and leave the WWE if say like Joe doesn't win the belt or what have? I think he's going to drop it. I don't think he's going to take it to UFC. I don't think uh, Vince would like that if he brought it to UFC. It'd be uh, some exposure, but uh, it would be crossing the line uh, in Vince's eyes. So I don't think uh, they're going to do that. I think they're going to drop it to one of the guys. Uh, I say drop it to Joe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I say so too. I think that's the reason. That's the best choice they can make. That's the best. And I also just noticed here on Facebook, John commented on a live video being done by. It says Stevie Ray, but I don't know if it's the same. Son of a gun! Oh my God, Stevie Ray's on Facebook. I didn't know that. I think we're going to be interested in this announcement by Paul Lee, however, and I think tomorrow night we're definitely going to have a lot to discuss, I'm sure. Absolutely. Uh, Neil, anything else you wish to add, sir? 
Oh, uh, well, yeah, the trivia game was pretty good tonight. I I like the trivia game, even though, like, we got a couple of them wrong, but, like, the last one, yeah, I was surprised, too, that I got it right. I'm like, wait a minute, I got that question right? Because I was, I was guessing on most of them, but, wow, that, that was a fun trivia game. I, lo- I love trivia games, you know, you get to learn what you didn't learn before, so that's what, that's what I love, that's why I love participating in these kind of things, you know? Thank you very much, sir, sir. On that note here, guys, this is, we, I thank you very much for popping on here tonight for episode 371 of the Mothership Broadcast WWS Revolution. And, of course, we'll be back on tomorrow night with, of course, <clears throat> our, our Double Dose Part 2, of course, Top Hill Inc. and NWO Wolfpack. Be sure to check them out. Uh, GTS, my man, I think it's about time for all of us to uh, head on home and hit the hay, so let's go ahead and do so, my man. Please take her away. This has been another episodic episode of WCW US Revolution. The players in the game are as the following. Chad the Boss and Chad, JD the Iceman, John the Human Suplex Machine, and Neil. And last but not least, we have King NWO GTS. Have a great night. Have a great tomorrow. God bless. And mm-hmm. see you in the ring. <laughs>